We, as a population on this planet, have been looking for a savior. 90% of people believe in a higher power and every religion believes in some sort of messianic figure. And when the savior character actually comes to earth, we want to make him abide by our rules. We have to understand that this is a paradigm shift. We have to start thinking beyond politics. Are there any moral constraints on this person? We have international law on this earth. Every act is a political act. Is it really surprising that the most powerful man in the world should be a figure of controversy? To have an individual engaging in these state-level interventions should give us all pause. Human beings have a horrible track record of following people of great power down paths that led to huge human atrocities. We have always created icons in our own image. What we've done is we project ourselves onto him. The fact is, maybe he's not some sort of devil or Jesus character. Maybe he's just a guy trying to do the right thing. We're talking about a being whose very existence challenges our own sense of priority in the universe. And you go back to Copernicus, where he restored the sun in the center of the known universe, displacing Earth. And you get to Darwinian evolution, and you find out we're not special on this Earth, we're just one among other life forms. And now we learn that we're not even special in the entire universe because there is Superman. There he is, an alien among us. We're not alone. Are you? as a United States Senator, personally comfortable saying to a grieving parent, Superman could have saved your child, but on principle, we did not want him to act. I'm not saying he shouldn't act. I'm saying he shouldn't act unilaterally. What are we talking about here then? Must there be a Superman? There is. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullets with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli, the Boy Wonder. Ah, we finally got it. We're turning into a well-oiled machine now. <laughs> we used to <laughs> fuck that up so much. Uh, so, yeah, now we're back. We've got a new week. Uh, Eli, I thought it was going to be another slow week again. I was going to do a uh, – one of these weeks I'm going to do like a, a prank one, like, oh, got nothing to talk about. Good night, everybody. You know, just cut it off like five minutes and just play some rap music at the end of for the rest of the day. But, yeah, toward the end of it, we got like a whole bunch of shit that just started happening. And I guess before we get into that, we do want to pay respect to some, you know, some passing that happened this week. Uh, I'm going to let Eli take over that. Eli, who we have on the list so far? Oh, damn. It's a damn Deadpool here of fucking celebrities that died this past week. Well, damn, what the hell was that? Yeah. Um, uh, well, that was it yesterday. Breaking news. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. W- oh, yeah. W- yeah, I heard about that. But, yeah, I can't remember Commentator. That. So, I mean, he's been about, I mean, I, I, I'm not a huge wrestling fan, pro wrestling fan, but when I was a little kid, I, I liked them. You know, back yeah. in the Hulk I mean, Hogan. When, and, when I was a huge, right, the Hulkamania yeah. era, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah he he was huge, you know. Yeah. And he was, he's from back then, so. 
rest in peace, Bobby the Brain. I mean, damn, and who else was it? Um, Harry Dean Stanton passed away, actor, uh, character actor, been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he was in Twin Peaks, a bunch of David Lynch movies. He was in Alien. I only know him from one movie. What's that? Avengers. That's right. He was in Avengers. That's the only thing I know for (laughs) because it's weird because when I saw him in Avengers, like the crowd were like, oh, it's him. It's him. I'm like, who is he? You know? Yeah. But then that's what I I, I did a little research. I realized, oh, he was from Aliens, right? Yeah. And the first one, he got, he was like the first one. Yeah. Right. So his whole uh, role in Avengers was kind of like a a Easter egg, a nod to Aliens, you know? Yeah. You have a yeah. condition or whatever he said. <laughs> and he's also in one of my favorite movies, uh, Repo Man. Um, that's uh, the one with uh, Emilio Estevez where he's a punk rocker. He becomes a – he starts repossessing cars with Harry Dean Stanton's character. Then there's the one they, – they steal one with an al- with an alien dead body in it. And the government's after him. It's one of my favorite movies. If you ever ever get a chance to see Repo Man, it's – I know heard of it. Millennials might not have heard of it either. It's from the 80s, early 80s. <laughs> not a millennial, but I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace, Harry Dean Stanton. Also, who else was it? I know there's a couple more. I just can't think of them. Oh, Basil Gogos, uh, the, the artist. He did a lot of um, paintings, like horror paintings for uh, famous monsters, creepy, um, comic stuff like heavy metal. But he's mostly known for... The famous monsters uh, magazine. He drew. He painted a lot of those covers. He, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, okay. all the what universal. What about like the, the the heavy metal covers? You know, like the painting covers. Did he did he do those? He did some of those, yeah. And okay. yeah, along with eerie and creepy, and you know, so yeah, he's pretty much uh, been an icon as far as like uh, you know pop culture artist, you know, and and and, and of course comics. So. Rest in peace to him. And I know there's one more guy that passed away, and I can't think of it. Um, damn. Well, shit. I can't think of somebody else. Uh, maybe he'll come back to us for <laughs> <Yeah>. the yeah. <laughs> Frank Vincent. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I can't exactly remember what movies I remember him from, but I remember his face very distinctly, and mm-hmm. I know him from certain roles. Uh, can you just name some movies that I remember him from? Because I know I've seen them. Yeah, Goodfellas, Casino, a lot of of, uh, mobster movies. He was always known for playing mobsters. Um, Yeah, he was never like the main guy, but he was always like the background. Like his presence was always known in those. Yeah, Billy Bats. Huh? Was he on Soprano? Yeah, he was on The Sopranos too. Yeah, okay. Yep, he played, of course, famously Billy Bats and Goodfellas, the guy in the trunk uh, that they that they stab and you know. The very beginning of Goodfellas. The Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies of all time, Love if not Goodfellas. if not my favorite of all time. Um, yeah. Also, in Raging Bull, uh, he, he worked a lot with Scorsese and De Niro. That whole New York uh, mobster movie crew. He was part of that. Also, in Belly, you know, if you remember Belly, he was in Belly. Yeah, he was the he was the, the like the the FBI agent that that uh, that approaches uh, DMX's character, Tommy. And wow, gets them to infiltrate, yeah, infiltrate the uh, that that organization and stuff. So he's I, been I around. Don't yeah. Any white people in Billy? <laughs> <laughs> he might be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, rest oh. in peace, Frank Vincent. You know, another great character actor. 
Yeah, like I said, I, I remember his face. He always had a distinctive presence. So, uh, yeah, like I said, rest in peace to everybody that uh passed. Uh, like I said, we can also go from there because we got a chance to some stuff happened this week that I want to talk about. Eli, did you get a chance to check out the Emmys? I did not. I was working last night. <laughs> Me too. So, moving past that. <laughs> Now, we can also talk about what happened last week. We can talk about, oh, Eli, I made a new purchase. Ooh, what'd you get? And it's going to lead into what we're talking about next, but I bought a Chromebook. A Chromebook. Now, a Chromebook. Like now, a tablet? Is that what those things are? Those it's it's things? a tablet slash computer. Here's what a Chromebook is. It's basically, you know, it's Google's operating system. It's basically a, a MacBook for broke people. That's basically what it is. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's like... So, like I said, it doesn't run on Windows. It run on Google's operating system, just like, you know, MacBooks run on Apple. It doesn't get viruses. You know, it got it where it can flip and fold, and I can type on it, and I can uh, okay, yeah. uh, touch screen. So, a tablet with a keyboard, basically. Tablet can, with a keyboard. Yeah. yeah, but it actually has, like, USB ports. You know, you can plug stuff into it, hard drives, you know, stuff like that. So, it's a little bit more versatile than that. You know, I can plug it to TV. I got the... uh. I got it, something called a Chromecast, and I'm pretty sure everybody heard of it, where I can just press a button and shoot whatever I'm watching, you know, to my TV. You know, if I want to, you know, work on something on TV, and, and pretty much any computer can do that. But, you know, Google, for the Chromecast, for the price you pay for them, run a little bit better than you can for the price that you can with Windows. So, loving my uh, Chromebook right now. I'm not getting paid for doing a pay promotion right now. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there because I want to do that to transition to what, what else we're talking about. Eli, did you get a chance to check out the Apple event uh, conference that went on last, well, past week? Fuck yeah. No, I didn't. No, oh, damn. <laughs> okay, before we go there, before we go there, I want to make sure, what, what kind of phone do you have? I have a Samsung. I got an Android. Oh, you did traitor. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, well, you got, I'm not a 13-year-old girl, so I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> oh, the iPhone. <laughs> So they have a bunch of stuff. I mean, like I said, we're going to get to the other stuff, but I just want to make sure that everybody understands what's coming out because I know they hear a bunch of stuff going out. First thing they hear about that, oh, wow, a $1,000 phone is coming out. That's the only thing they hear is a $1,000 phone. Yes, the iPhone X is coming out. It is $1,000. They do have an iPhone 8 coming out, which is not going to be $1,000. It's like $699, something like that. Somewhere floating around that won't have all the fancy features that the iPhone X will have. But I do want to name some things that the iPhone X is supposed to have. It's supposed to have like a what's supposed to have like talking emojis, so you can do the FaceTime with emojis, something. I don't know, some weird shit. And <laughs> yeah, they getting ready to. Uh, oh, and it's got facial recognition. That's the big thing. Wow. Supposedly the big thing. So now instead of you typing in a code or you putting your thumb uh, thumb there, you know, you just put your face to it, and it's supposed to recognize your face, and bam, that's it. It just opens up. So. So, damn, one more step to Minority Report, huh? It's, it's getting there. It's Johnny, getting there. But his Johnny Mnemonic shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Facial recognition. Now, you can just, I want to look at your phone. Just get your ass whooped and just hold your phone up. To and it opens up. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. That facial recognition is not something new. Like I said, Samsung had it for a while. Matter of fact, Windows 10 laptops had that at least since, like, last year. Like, you never have to put your password in there. You can actually just, they call it Windows Hello. You look at it. And it unlocks your computer and that's it. Nobody ever uses it, but I mean, the feature's been there, but everybody makes it seem like Apple is the first one to do this stuff when they're not, but everybody's freaking out about it now. So, yeah, whatever. And the last thing I want to talk about okay, did you see what they changed with the Apple Watch? Uh, no, I did not. You can finally talk on the Apple Watch now. Oh, so like fucking uh, Dick Tracy? Or, uh... Yeah, <laughs> like 
and James Bond, Dick Tracy, you know. You're not going to be anywhere near as cool as them. You know it's just going to be your mom calling because the, the DVD broke again and she wants you to walk through the steps. <laughs> so the you know, only thing I want to say, this is going to be funny when people walk around with the iPhone X be the same guy that owes you like $5 from like two years ago. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. $1,000, that is pretty steep. That's pretty steep. I mean, do I want a phone? Do I want two months rent? It should come with the. It should come with a blowjob or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Apple's offering blowjobs. Samsung, what are you? Yeah, I don't care who it's from. <laughs> <laughs> but I better, better, I better get, get one. <laughs> Can I speak to your manager? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we can move on to the next spot. We have. Uh, we can talk about the box office this weekend, and for some reason, Eli, the box office is starting to get exciting now like it, it was like born for the next two weeks and normally it's born in the fall but now it's starting to pick up a little bit yeah. so yeah number one in the box office we have yet again i think it's for the number the the second week in a row it mm-hmm. killing destroying the box office so i haven't done the numbers or so i'm just guessing from what i saw last week and this week's probably at like 160 worldwide already uh number two is american assassin i'm gonna just stop the podcast i, I want to know something about this uh Eli, this movie's number two. Why should I give a shit about this movie? Um, Michael Keaton's in it? Yeah, and who's the other guy? I don't know. Is he one of the fucking... Uh, what's that fucking One Direction dude? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> Instinct is Instinct still a thing? I don't know. One, one Direction. So, but he looks like, you know... Uh, factory, like wherever they make uh, Zach Air from, yeah. you know, like he came from this yeah, same the, factory. The, the, you know, Disney, just, the Disney just, Channel, you know, alone. Yeah, <laughs> you just ship him out and stuff like that. So I don't know, right? but obviously they keep making it seem like he's supposed to be this big thing. Like I know Michael Keaton, but they keep saying this guy and Michael Keaton. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. But like, anyway. appa- apparently the, the 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 Indian werewolf from the Twilight movies didn't make it, so now they got to recycle. They 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 <laughs> gave him a push. They tried. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, they backed the wrong horse that time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now number three. Now this one is going to be controversial. Number three is Mother. Now, oh, Eli, yeah. what, have you, what have you heard about this one? I, it's Darren Aronofsky who um, makes just weird movies. Um, right. He made Requiem for a Dream. He made Pie. He made The Wrestler, which was really cool with Mickey Rourke's. Uh, did you see no. I did not see no. No. no, it was a weird fucking movie, man. I haven't seen that, and I never saw Black Swan either, because people oh. tell me about it. Okay, it's just weird. It sounds like a weird movie. Um, yeah, so Mother just seems to be – it seems to be like just one of those movies either you like it, you're going to love it or hate it. And that's um, exactly what yeah. I'm hearing. I'm hearing yeah. critics saying it's the best movie of the year. I'm hearing people saying it's the worst movie of the year. Don't see this movie. I'm hearing this movie is getting banned from theaters. Yeah. Like, I don't – what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, like, people are scared to talk about the movie. So I'm like, what the hell is going on in this movie? I, I'm kind of curious, but at the same time, I'm not kind of curious because yeah. I know how crazy this guy, you know, mind is. Yeah. So there's no telling what might happen when I go watch the movie. I might be scarred for life watching the movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be some sort of horror slash thriller uh, thing. I don't know. No one's – I mean, I don't – yeah, it hasn't been spoiled or anything. But, it, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I haven't seen his one of his movies in a while, so yeah. um, I'm not rushing out to see this either. Yeah. <laughs> all I know, it was funny when Noah came out. You know, it's, it's basically from the Old Testament of the Bible. So you had all these church vans, you know, going together to go see Noah to think it was from there. Like, 
like, no, it's not that type of movie. It yeah, really it actually looked kind of cool, I must admit. I was like, damn, this, he, like, turned the Bible into, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because so, <laughs> you had, like, uh, Russell Crowe was, like, jacked as fuck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no shit. I was like, damn. Like, was, whooping ass, like, what the like, hell? Damn. I don't remember this part from the Bible. Yeah, the Bible but, sounds kind of awesome right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, moving on. Like I said, we also had number four, Home Again. I have no idea what the hell that is. Uh, and number five, The Hitman's Bodyguard, which is finally starting to slip down. I guess when good movies start coming down, coming out, I guess that movie just kind of fell to the wayside. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's a uh, Nick Fury and Deadpool for you. So number six, we also have Wind River, still hanging in there. We have Annabelle Creation, still wow. hanging in there. Number eight is Leap. Number nine, Spider-Man Homecoming, and we have number ten, Dunkirk, which is – I have no idea why that's still hanging around. Yeah, but no shit. Anyway. Why are people still seeing that shit? Hey, Dunkirk. <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan. <sighs> Jesus, that means he's going to make another movie. <laughs> exactly. Even dumber that nobody's going to care about. <laughs> so, like I said, this is the Comic Book Bullies podcast. We are going to take a look at some of these numbers and see exactly where Spider-Man Homecoming is sitting right now because, like I said, it has been released in China, so it is everywhere now. So let's see what we're looking at. Uh, oh, fuck, I'm going blind. Uh, worldwide, we're looking at 861 million. So it's 861 million. And, Eli, I've had my numbers fucked up for the last three weeks on Spider-Man. Damn it. So can I correct Fa- Are we doing yeah, fake so- news now? <laughs> We've been doing fake news for a while. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. This is what I've been fucking up with. Okay, so like I said, Spider Man's right. Spider Man right now, Homecoming is number four in the Spider Man trilogy. But that's Spider Man. Uh, that's domestically that is those numbers. So it's still beating the Garfield movies, but not beating anything else. But like I said, it's domestically. But I didn't look at the worldwide numbers. Worldwide numbers of Spider-Man movies, it is actually number two. Wow. Yeah. So did, what, did, it fi- Spi- did it finally yeah. get released in China yet? Yeah, it got released in China. So okay. now it is number two. Guess the guess the one movie that that is beating it. What's that? Spider-Man three. Hey, damn. <laughs> right. Spider-Man three is the highest-grossing Spider-Man movie. That's sad. <laughs> Well, like I said, it came off the like the two greatest Spider-Man, I mean, best superhero movies of all time. So people that, just yeah. hyped to see it, you know. That is true. I mean, I did rush it's, out and see it. I, you know what? I saw that twice because I saw it like opening night, and then I took my kid to see it like 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 maybe, like maybe a couple I years, like a couple days later, I saw it again and with my kid and and like and he liked it because he was like you know five years old and and I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> like why <laughs> but you know what that's not the first time it happened because think about it iron man 3 is a billion dollar movie yeah well yeah a- you fu- and then of course it's like the transformers movies they there's piles of shit but they make piles of sh- fucking money <laughs> yeah <laughs> over and over and over again michael bay doesn't even care yeah like what the hell i mean are they is he trying to make a good movie or is like getting out of that's a whole other podcast. And it's, That's uh, a whole other. Like, why yeah, why like, do people just, keep watching that shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 investigate. <laughs> we will. We're gonna break, we're gonna wait till Ryan comes on because he's like the transformer guru. So maybe he has oh, some insight. Oh, that's right. You know, I don't yeah. think he's seen them either because I listen to some of those uh, the the instrument of destruction episodes and he I don't think he watches them either. And he's like <laughs> all about the transformers. 
Right. <laughs> Except not Michael Bay Transformers. Yeah, movie. it's like you would think, well, he might, he must be the reason why they keep making these movies, but he's not. <laughs> right, he doesn't see them. So. <laughs> uh, like I said, we can move on from the box office. So, oh, like I said, Wonder Woman was somewhere down there. Didn't pay attention to it. But, Eli, Wonder Woman comes out on Blu-ray tomorrow. Or, oh, sweet. Or cool. today. Like I said, uh, this this podcast actually be out tomorrow of today. We're time travelers, so yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> so it'll be out today, boys, and actually, yeah. not only will it be out, you'll also have uh all of the DCEU movies in one package you can buy in a bu- in a bundle. Really? Yeah, I think it's going for like uh like eighty dollars something like that. Uh-huh. Like for the like for the four K version. Like oh, so DCEU. Yeah. Right. Just DCEU. Okay. Just, just easy you, just the, the four movies, you know. So you can marathon them all in one sitting, you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I do want Wonder Woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never got to see Wonder Woman again. You know, I, I, I never I meant to go see it again. I never got to. Yeah, so now I, I can I finally saw it watch it again. In the theaters, and I think that was it. Well, normally I do see comic movies like two, sometimes three, if I like. I think I saw Avengers three times in a movie. But oh, yeah, 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 Wonder Woman I saw once, and that was, and I always meant to go back, but never got a chance to. So. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm just going to wait for the Blu-ray to come out and just like really, really just watch it and, you know, get get the whole feel of it. Because I can't watch I can't wait to watch it. And I feel like I'm going to I feel like I'm going to be watching it for the first time when I see it tomorrow because I haven't seen it in such a while. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. And so, yeah. Moving on from that, like I said, we have some more movie news and comic book news. We have some Hellboy news that's been released. And uh, the new cast, which is David Harbour, who is a new Hellboy. He has a picture out, and Eli, did you get a chance to take a look at the picture? I did see it, yeah. Yeah, well, thoughts of it? I think he looks fine. He, you know, I have no issues with how he lay. It looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about sexy Hellboy. Uh, maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know. It's, but I mean, face-wise, yeah. he still looks just like uh, Ron Perlman, so that's kind of, you know, pretty interesting. Like, if you didn't yeah. tell me that wasn't Ron Perlman, I probably wouldn't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you saw this, um, but... Um, I follow Ron Perlman on, on Facebook, and he's always posting shit, and it's pretty funny. But I guess Patton Oswalt yeah. um, brought him, brought Ron Perlman and David Harbour to dinner. <laughs> okay. And then, Your combination, yeah, okay. So, so basically old Hellboy meets new Hellboy. And, um, and Ron Perlman, his, 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 his post was pretty funny. It says something like, not since – the, the the time some political obscure political meeting or something he referred to did uh did a meeting of these minds ever happen and nothing ever get accomplished <laughs> whatever <laughs> you say so but thanks to Pat Oswald and blah 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 I you know I, I all I did was basically get drunk and you know but good luck today and he he basically wished you know David Harbor good luck on <laughs> That, that's good, man. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad they they buried that hatchet. I'm yeah. glad the movie's not going because I I hate it when a movie is released and it's some kind of controversy that has nothing to do with the movie. It's like shadowing or or is a cloud over the movie. This you don't have to worry about it. it has this blessing of the movie. We can just watch the movie and just take the movie for what it is. I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm I, glad. I mean, that. I am disappointed that uh, Guillermo del Toro didn't get to finish his trilogy, and because I was into that trilogy, I was into the story. I was. Really excited of where that was going to go with Liz getting right. pregnant and what if the Armageddon was ever going to be addressed and all that shit. And so, right. I, so I, I'm kind of bummed out, but hey, you know, I, yeah, I like especially that. Especially this part too, feel like he was opening up the world even yeah. more, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. So, but oh well. But yeah. yeah. 
But but guess what, Eli? We did it. Did we do it? We did it. Yeah. We, me, you, Ed Screen, Scrine, Scrone. Oh, that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scram, whatever his name is. I, I I never did look up his name or Google or whatever. But he did it because when he stepped out of the role, which I was afraid they was going to replace him with another white guy. <laughs> no, they actually replaced him with an Asian. So well, there you go. Yeah, so we have Daniel Day Kim uh, replacing him as Dr. Something. Diamond, Diamond, or That guy. Yeah, yeah that guy. <laughs> now, are you familiar with Daniel Day Kim? Isn't he from. He was on TV, wasn't he? Shit. He's like from a bunch of shit. Yeah, he looks familiar. I just can't. Yeah, he's, he's like on everything. He was he was on Lost. Uh, he See, I never watched on... Lost, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, here's the thing about Lost. If you miss one episode, you're fucked. You won't know what happened. You will be lost. <laughs> I saw like play. yeah, I saw like a first the first few episodes of the first season. Someone tried to turn me on to it and um yeah, I just yeah, just wasn't for me, man. Just couldn't hang at the time. Yeah, because the whole show was just nothing but cliffhangers. It was always building up to this, building up to building up to this, so yeah. I don't know. And then you watch the end of you still don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> but but like I said, this guy was on a bunch of stuff because not only that, he was on uh, Hawaii Five-0. Okay, but, uh, yeah. That's what but I think, I think he protested and left because I think him and some other – like the other Asians on the show weren't getting paid what the rest of the cast were getting paid, even though some people felt like it was technically kind of his show because it's like he'd be more, more prominent than everybody else on it. So they kind of left, and so it was a big controversy with that. Don't know what happened. He was on Angel. Do you remember Angel? Yeah, I never watched that either. Fuck, man. You're killing me. <laughs> okay. Well, he was one of the evil hell lawyers on Angel. Oh, uh, yeah. he was that like. Was, that was my baby mama's shit. She was all into Buffy and all that shit, man. I'm, I'm telling you, even if you don't like Buffy, Angel was an awesome show. Yeah. So, oh, and he also had a cameo in the first Hulk movie. Really? Yeah. The, he just the showed Angley up. The one? Yeah, the Ang Lee one, yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah I, I try to fucking block that out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably that's another reason why I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was when they were still trying to figure out superhero movies. They hadn't really got a handle on them yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, but I'm good for him. Uh, he's going to kill the role because he's actually been a really good actor, been along for a round. And, and I've always wondered whenever I see him in a movie, like he always, every role he's in, he's always been good. And I'm like, why is it this guy bigger than what he's supposed to be? Like, he's just playing on these CBS bit parts and stuff like that. He's supposed to be big. So I'm glad he's actually being in a movie now so he can, you know, finally get out there. So, uh, yeah, like moving on some news. Like I said, we also got some more DCEU news going on. Uh, Eli, are you familiar with Chris McKay? Uh, name, name sounds familiar. Okay, probably McKay. Who knows? Anyway, he's going to be the director of the new Nightwing movie. Okay. And yeah, and I think they may have even found their Nightwing. I'm not really sure yet. It's just you no know, rumors floating around like that, so we have to see from there. But yeah, Chris McKay basically put out an interview, and I don't have the information right now. But basically, what he's saying is that the difference between the DCEU and the MCU is that the DCEU is director driven. So we don't, oh, you know, yeah. follow a cookie cutter formula where everything has to be the exact same. The the studios get behind the director, and however the director's vision is, they let the di- directors make their vision. So he said that's what separates DC from the MCU, and basically said that's basically their strong point. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I would think that the, anybody at the DCU would stop talking shit about the MCU because every time they do that, shit goes bad. Yeah, this is also the same studio that's gone through how many directors uh, trying to get this fucking Flash movie made? Right. <laughs> <laughs> then it just said fucking like make yeah. that point. You know? And then, and then, yeah, the page one rewrite on how many scripts? You know. <laughs> right. Or they give uh uh David. What's the guy's name? The Suicide Squad director. Give him six weeks to uh, make a damn movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, but that's his vision. That's his direction. <laughs> and then cut the shit out of it after they see the cut. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Make it funnier. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm tired of these DCEU directors talking out of the ass because every time they do it, it goes bad. It's the same thing with Zack Snyder. Spent fucking three years making Batman v Superman like, I'm making something substantial. I'm making something real. I'm not making Ant-Man. Like, oh, yeah, you're talking about shit about Ant-Man, but people like Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Your fucking movie, everybody don't know what the fuck. And, and then, you know what? At the end of the day, you know what? You know what, Eli? He's right. I agree with him because when Marvel makes a movie, they make the same movie over and over again. You know yeah. what you're getting. Yeah, it's a factory. With, yeah. Exactly. With it's DC. Conveyor belt. <laughs> right. Yeah. With DC. You don't know what the fuck you're going to get next. Yeah. Yeah, you might get Wonder Woman. You might get Suicide Squad. Justice League, you roll the dice. We don't know what the fuck is happening. So, yeah, we might get Snyder's vision. We might get Whedon's vision. We might get DC's vision. Who knows? Might get Jeff Johnson. Maybe Jeff Johnson kept in at the last minute. Who knows? That's why I'm kind of glad Jeff Johnson. Maybe he can finally write this shit and get this story. That's how I know Flashpoint is going to be awesome. Because you know he's going to be hands on Flashpoint, and he yeah. wrote Flashpoint, so yeah, that that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and now moving on from DCU, now we move on to sort of kind of Fox movies, but not you know the MCU. Oh, so Stan Lee uh, had a Wizard Con. Uh, he came to a, a Comic Con in in Nashville, and he basically made a statement that he said. That he has some information that basically saying that the Marvel, the MC, the Marvel Studios is working on a deal that he feels confident that they're going to get back Fantastic Four and they're going to get back X Men. So he feels confident. He says it's going to happen. You know, um, what I think about this, I love Stan. Stan's my guy. He's like a father to us all. Stan has no more information than we do. I'm yeah. sorry. He's a figurehead. That's yeah. all. He knows nothing more than what we do. So, and yeah. that yeah. being said. Fox isn't giving up either one of these properties. They're not. Yeah, especially after Deadpool being a success and all the shit that they got coming out. Like, what, next year? Right. You know, I mean... They got new music coming out. Got another X-Men movie coming out. They got an X-Force movie coming out. Yeah, X-Force, which is going to have Deadpool in it. So you know that's going to, like, be... Make tons. And if they right. do it right, like, make it R-rated, that, exactly. you know, that could right. be awesome. And <laughs> jokes and stuff like that. He's yeah. going to leave. So basically, yeah, they can, they can have, you know... So X-Men is successful. They're not going anywhere with uh, X-Men. Fantastic Four, I think they're just not getting Fantastic Four just because of spite. I think that's all it is. They really have some kind of war going on with Marvel, and they just want, like, you're going to get Fantastic Four over our cold, dead, dying hands. You are not going to get them back, you know. But here's the thing, Eli. I don't want them back. Either one of them. They, like we said, we just want the villains, man. We just want the villains. We just want the villains. That's all. But here's the thing. Okay. Let's let's say let's say Marvel gets back to Fantastic Four and they go over there and let's say they make a good movie. Let's say a good movie. But is it really going to do anything we haven't seen before? Is it really going to reach the heights of 
of the first Avengers movie we saw, or the recent Guardians of the Galaxy? No. I think more than likely it's going to be kind of the range of a Ant-Man, Doctor Strange type movie. Like, it's just going to turn out to be just a good movie. You're like, yeah. Okay. Because the, their purpose has already been, I mean, they, basically the purpose of the Fantastic Four has already been filled with other characters in the MCU. So there's really exactly. no need, there's really no need for them now. There's no need yeah. for them. I mean, it, it, <laughs> you know? it's at this point that Marvel actually has too many characters. Yeah, yeah. you can shove more characters in there, but they have too many characters. So if the Fantastic Four even go over there, they would just kind of just be thrown, just shuffled in there. It doesn't matter. It's basically like the comics they are now. Yeah. They're just yeah, thrown yeah. in there at the last minute and nobody really cares. Tony Stark's, you know, the Reed Richards. Right. You, know, you got you know? Scarlet Witch's Sue, I guess. I don't know. Well, Hulk is obviously Thing. Right. <laughs> and and Cap and Johnny Storm is uh, Ant-Man, maybe? I don't know. Actually, kind of Spider-Man. <laughs> or Spider-Man, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. He's a teenage, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, they you kind of have your – oh, did you ever read the, the 90s Fantastic Four book where uh the Fantastic Four were replaced by Hulk, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man, and Wolverine? I did not know. Oh, it was fucking awesome, man. It was fucking awesome. It was the only Fantastic Four book I liked in the 90s. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's actually cool for a second. Yeah. <laughs> it last for like three issues, then it went back to the old bullshit they had before. <laughs> but anyway, moving on from that, what? now here's the thing about the X-Men. Now, I do not want the X-Men to go back to Marvel at all. First off, they don't make sense. Marvel, and the X-Men never really made sense in Marvel to begin with. Like, like why does the public hate the X-Men but love the Avengers? doesn't really make any sense. Like, you think they just hate everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. And then on top of that, like, if – and we, we just said a second ago how Marvel is cookie cutter, how they just keep cranking out the same movies and movies over and over again. Now, of course, Fox hasn't done that with the X-Men because the X-Men franchise has been way up and down. Some movies have shit. Some movies have been pretty good. I give them, They made some really good movies. They made some – okay ones like they're in the middle also. So you get a wide range of Fox because Fox to me is almost – like on the DC level, except that they've been more experienced at it, where you don't know what kind of movie you're going to get next from them. So they're the same way also. Uh, but at the same time, if 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 Marvel had Fox, we wouldn't get Deadpool. We wouldn't get Logan. Those movies wouldn't exist. Yeah. That's, that, that's why we need other franchises to branch out, and everybody don't need the same movie. Like, Sony... Like, like, take Sony fans. Okay, next year they're making an R-rated Venom movie. Now we know, now we don't know how that movie's gonna turn out. It may suck. It may be good. It may be a classic. We don't know. But the point is, a movie like that wouldn't even exist under the the, Mar- the Marvel umbrella. So the fact that th- we we don't need a monopoly. That's the that's what I'm, that's the whole point I'm trying to make. We don't need a monopoly. If Marvel controls everything, everything would be boring. I don't want every movie to be Ant Man. I don't want every movie to be Doctor Strange. That shit gets boring after a while. That shit is boring now. Mm. You know, I like it when movies branch out, you know, and give it give us different stuff. Uh, look at look at Blade back in the 90s. That's why they have so much trouble with Blade now, because they don't know what to do with him. Like, yeah. we can't do those type of movies under this jokey, jokey Guardians of the Galaxy type yeah. banner. That, that shit was fit. rated R, man. That shit was like hard R. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they can't even make movies like that. So, yeah, I mean, Stan, I love you. But, yeah, we can't. No, leave that shit at Fox. Let Fox. Do what Fox do. They're not perfect. They make plenty of fuck ups. The next X Men movie like is gonna be complete shit. That uh, Dark Phoenix shit. Well, Alandra's supposed to be the uh, bad guy. Like what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Then they got the uh, like a first time director directing the shit. Like Brian Singer even coming back. 
Although, I will say this. If they made a movie with Hulk, Wolverine, and Deadpool, I would watch the shit out of it. <laughs> I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, better be rated R. it better be rated R. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be mean, like I said, just, just let Fox do do their thing over there, and, and Marvel stay over here. Then we can get different flavors of movies. I don't want, I don't want cookie-cutter shit. No more, no more than with Marvel King, so. Uh, moving on from there, like I said, we can move on from the movies. We can move into the TV section of it. And Eli, I did get a chance. Actually, this show came out last week, but I didn't watch it because I didn't give a shit. But did you get a chance to watch Orville? I did not. What is that? You don't know what Orville is? I don't think no. Wow, Eli, it's some space nerd shit. We're supposed to give a fuck. No shit. Like like by contract, you know? God damn. I guess. I guess I'm out of the loop, man. (laughs) <laughs> I guess. So yeah, Orville is. Uh, I watched it. Basically, it's it's a TV show made by Seth MacFarlane. Oh, and, the with the yeah. it's like Star Trek or whatever, like a pop. Yeah, it's Star like Star Trek. Trek. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I know the, and the first. Now. Yeah, and the first episode was actually directed by John Favreau. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah. So the first episode was directed by John Favreau. I watched the pilot because it was available on on their website. So I was like, yeah, fucking, I just go ahead and watch it because I really don't give a shit about Star Trek. Sorry, I know it's a nerd show. I, I don't, but <laughs> I don't even give a shit about Family Guy either if it makes it, it makes it fair. So oh, yeah, I haven't really watched Family Guy in at least a decade. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's funny, but it's not funny enough to make me just stop and doing everything I'm doing. It's like background jokes and stuff, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. guy's okay, you know. But for some reason, you know, Hollywood and the Foxes keep trying to make Seth MacFarlane a thing. You know, they're going to make him a thing eventually, you know. So, uh, I, I watched the show, and Eli, when I... Okay, I'm going to give you overall. The show sucked. It, <laughs> it sucked. Because the show didn't know what it wanted to be. And I thought it was going to be like a like a parody of Star Trek, like it was just gonna be nothing but joke, joke, joke after a while. Like Galaxy's and, Quest. Like Galaxy Quest, something yeah. like that, you yeah. know, where it's like self-referential and stuff like that. And it kind of was, but kind of wasn't. Sometimes it felt like they really were trying to be a Star Trek ripoff, like they, like they were taking themselves seriously and trying to mimic Star Trek. You know, like you know how they used to have the long uh, docking shots, which took five minutes for the ship to just go into space and shit. Yeah. Like they were doing shots like that, like that shit was boring in Star Trek. Why would I want to watch this shit here in a in a comedy <laughs> show? You know, but they're taking this stuff like super shit. They had like dramatic scenes where Seth MacFarlane was arguing with his wife. Oh, and his wife is uh, I can't remember her name. The chick from Agents of Shield, Mockingbird. You remember her? Uh oh yeah, wasn't she uh, was she Scarlet and GI Joe? Scarlet and GI Joe. Okay, John she Wick. Was, uh, she was in John Wick. She was John, the assassin John Wick. She yep. was Wonder Woman. Which, oh, the, for the, the the old one they never made, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Made it, but did you ever see that? I never seen it. I never. I saw seen it. it. Yeah. I seen it. Ooh, whoa, boy! <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever you think it is. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> like the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like one of those things. Like you can't believe what you're seeing. Like, well, how did you fuck it up this bad? You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but back to Orville, so, uh, another show that sucks. Anyway, like I said, it was trying to take itself super seriously, 
then it was trying to throw dro- jokes in. Then it was trying to be like a Star Trek ripoff. Like, I guess like Babylon 5 or some shit like that, you know. And then it was trying to take its lore seriously. Like, it was trying to build on the lore. Like, oh, the Creole did this for 5,000 years and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're talking, but I don't really care about any of this shit you're talking about, you know. Oh, uh, and then they had like a, uh, little space battle at the end i thought it was kind of actually this show actually started to get a little bit better toward the end of it and i'll be honest with you, eli i think this show might have potential if they tweak some things even though the show sucked i can see like if they work this it might work because first off seth mcfarland is supposed to be the, the show the jokes that they did have a lot of these jokes weren't even funny like not funny at all like when they say them you don't even know you're supposed to laugh and I like wait, wait that was, was that a joke or what? You know because they, they don't do laugh tracks in these in these shows anymore. So when they say something, you don't know you're supposed to laugh or not. You're just sitting there just staring at like, oh, I guess that was supposed to be funny. So it just happens and, it's, and you got some awkward scenes in there. Now there were a few jokes in there that I thought were sort of kind of funny, like the banana joke was kind of funny and stuff. But for the most part, I, here's the thing with Orville. I think I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give season like episode two. One watch. I'm gonna give it one more chance to sell me. Yeah. Because I did. See that's a few that's usually what it takes. It, it, for sure, doesn't hit its stride by the third episode, then it's pretty much done. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much done. Because because I'm I'm interested to see if they improve in it. Because here's the thing. Okay, now Orville is probably gonna last like five seasons like that because people like this corny shit like that. But what I don't understand is why this show people are giving it such hype, but powerless got shitted on so hard when i think it did a much better job of what it was trying to do than what orville did i mean it was it really was a parody of superheroes and it wasn't a parody where they were you know laughing at you they were laughing with you a lot of these jokes they were saying were jokes that unless you read comic books you probably wouldn't even get you know and but they threw that shit out the window so fast and that was it was some good episodes and like the last episode was pretty funny you know when when lex luther bought the company and they actually found out that he was like really evil, but they didn't want to snitch on him because they didn't want to lose their health care plan. And, you know, he was up for a raise next next week. And I thought it was pretty funny, me personally, you know. So I just felt like that show did satire better where it got shitted on where you got a show like Orville, which is all over the place and suck. And it's going to keep going forever and ever and ever. And I don't see I don't I, I want to see what what Star Trek fanboys think about Orville. Like, are they outraged, you know, or whatever? Are they just enjoying it? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So should uh, I should I watch it? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no. all you had to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the question you should have asked me to begin with. We... <laughs> oh, like I said, now I'm trying to see if we have any video game news. None whatsoever. Eli, I'm trying to. I'm think I'm gonna buy a new game next week, but I don't know what I want to buy. I'm trying to narrow it down. I, here's my choices. Okay. I got. I might get Destiny two. I was thinking about getting that. Uh, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I'm thinking about it, but I don't know for sure. Uh, Forza 7, which I think is coming out soon. I think it's one more game. It's coming out. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not buying all these shits. So I'm thinking about which one I'm going to buy, but I hadn't narrowed it down yet. I think I'm going to let you know next week when I buy something, or I probably won't buy anything. It's based on some old shit. I don't know. We'll go from there. Uh, Anyway, can we get to the comic book news now? We can. Okay, before we get to the comic book news, I did want to uh, say something about this. Now, have you heard about that that comic that uh, that certain con, and I can't remember the name of the con that banned Hydra shirts? No. Yeah, banned yeah, yeah. I'm Hydra trying to remember shirts. the name of the uh, name of the con, but they said they basically banned 
all hydro paraphernalia. Like when you come to the con, you can't wear hydro paraphernalia. You can't do anything like that. And you know, fanboys are outraged. Ooh, the SJWs are killing this shit like that. It's like, no, no, the SJWs are not killing it. You are the ones killing it. What these fanboys don't understand that the reason this shit is being canceled left and right because they're fucking it up for themselves. The way they act online, the way they act in public, these cons don't want that negativity in there because the thing is, with the way they're acting, Hydra has basically turned into a dog whistle. Like, it, it means one thing to some people, but it means something else to other people. Like, okay, we can't wear this type of shirt. But we can wear that type of shirt, which basically means the same thing, and they'll understand it. But you can't say anything about it because they can basically plausible deniability. But we all know what they're talking about. And basically, these fanboys are fucking up for themselves because with all the outrage and all the bitching and all the moaning they're doing, they don't want to be associated with that stuff anymore. That's why you can't have nice things because you keep bitching. If you didn't act in the ass everywhere you go and kept bitching about, oh, diversity and each other their agenda and the pandering and stuff like that. You wouldn't have these issues. They would have Hydra and everybody would coexist. You can wear it. So that's that's my thing about that. You you got any any anything about that? Nah, fuck them. That's all. <laughs> well, you just I was trying to be polite, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so like we can move off from there. Um, like I said, I guess we can talk about the comic book se- section. Oh, uh, did you hear about this? That, you know, Batman Day that's usually comes up, is it next weekend or the weekend after? Yeah, Batman Day. It's going to be yeah, hard. I didn't know it was that coming that quick, yeah. Yeah, it's usually in September. It might be next weekend, you know, where okay. they celebrate Batman shit. But I guess it's going to be Harley Quinn Day Ew. instead. Uh, so, I know some people are not going to be happy about that. Oh, yeah, I, I do too. But there was like, uh, yeah. I saw like the ad in the... Uh, in one of the comic books that they showed an ad, it had they basically it was like a Harley Quinn um, mock up of all like all these famous like uh, Batman covers. Like it has like the Dark Knight Returns cover, but instead of you know the you know Carrie as Robin, it shows the shadow of Harley with her hammer. Um, the uh, Detective Comics with like the first appearance of I think Robin. It's instead of it, it's it's Harley the Girl Wonder busting through the 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 you know, the, the, that thing, you know, um, yeah, me, I, I, yeah. I get it. I get it because, like I said, we we just last week we just talked about that Batman animated series 25th anniversary. Now, since Harley Quinn was invented on that show, technically it's Harley Quinn's 25th anniversary. That's right. Yeah. So it all makes sense. But yeah. she she's a really controversial character because the thing is, a lot of people don't understand Harley Quinn and Joker's relationship. Like I see all the time online, I see uh like lovey dovey pictures of Joker and Harley Quinn. Like get your relationship like this, or <laughs> you need somebody to understand you. And like when you're two crazy people in love, then you understand each other. Like y'all completely missed the point of the relationship. It is a abusive relationship. Yeah, you know, codependent relationship. She has Stockholm syndrome. That is not a relationship to idolize or mimic or to look up to. You know. Yeah, I think. Uh, part of me is like, yeah, I think they took it way too seriously, you know, because I've known, you know, women and girls who liked Harley Quinn, just the fact that they just think she's a female Joker, you know, they like, yeah. oh, she's like a female serial killer, right? you know, these goth chicks that just, oh, yeah, she's just a way, you know, women just want to be included because 
you know, men have but all the characters. But Harley always seems to be more fun. She's not sadistic like a joke. You know, like yeah. you're not killing yeah. kids with crowbars and shit, you know. Yeah, I mean, once yeah, once you look into the fact that he's always killing her, even on the cartoon, he was always, like, slapping the shit out of her and leaving her for dead, throwing yeah. her out the window and shit. And that was, <laughs> that was the biggest sin that Suicide Squad committed, if anything else, because they, they fucked up Joker and Harley Quinn's relationship. They didn't take it away because they did make it seem like Joker was in love with her and trying to save her. Joker don't give a fuck about Harley. Yeah. He never gave a fuck about Harley. Like, it, when, like if like uh, Lloyd, it should have happened like when she went on the plane. Like he never would have went that length to go after Harley and try to rescue her from there. He, like unless unless she served some kind of purpose with him. Yeah. But yeah. she wouldn't have known better. So that's they try to Hollywood this shit up and then furthers that that narrative that they're really they're like some kind of Sid and Nancy relationship when they're nothing like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. I don't know. We we got all the subject didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> but instead of Batman Day, it's Harley Quinn Day. So. <laughs> Fuck, okay. Oh, well. So, like I said, we can get back to that. I guess, okay, so we're going to talk about the comic section. we got actually a few comics we want to talk about. Eli, I'm going to let you start. Do you want to start off with the book we, we, we talked about earlier, or you want to lead into something else? Uh, did we talk about something earlier? Yeah. Uh, Batman Metal you talking about? Yeah, you spoiled oh. it, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, we we should probably should talk about that. Yeah, that okay, unless you had another book you want to talk about, but yeah, we can talk about Dark Knight Medical. Like I said, we both read it, but I'm gonna go ahead and let you lead it off, and I just you know give my input on there. But you can just talk, you know, just talk about it, review it, see what you think about it. Okay, well, so well, this is very deep and very dense. Um, I thought it was good, but there were some parts that like I thought it was kind of like what you know. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but basically, okay, Batman Metal. Um, I'm gonna give it the give it the rundown real quick. Basically, the dark multiverse has been creeping into our multi or this multiverse, the DC multiverse, and uh, um, Barbados, the uh, demon that made Batman or whatever, is coming into this world or something. And then, yeah. um, so Batman is basically searching. Uh, what was he searching? He's searching for like all like the and all these different metals, trying to collect all these metals. Is that what he's doing? And no, then, I think he was trying to get away from the metals. Okay, yeah, and then yeah. he, but basically he's he's basically searching, trying to face Barbados or whatever. And in this issue, the Justice League are trying to stop him or trying to find him. And this issue is basically. Uh, just the, the textbook Scott Snyder having Batman, uh, outwit everybody, you know? <laughs> right. Basically. Like Superman's super hearing doesn't work on yeah, him. All this shit. Like, it's like <laughs> Batman has prepared up the ass for this whole thing. And, <laughs> like, and, and, like and, Zatanna and, and, Constantine can't even find him. Yeah. With magic. <laughs> because he planted some, shit <laughs> he planted some shit in their magic house that they never found yeah and 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 and, and then batman or not i mean superman like uh was hearing his heart sensor that he planted in where was it a swamp thing in the swamp or something so bat right. so superman thought he was hearing batman's heartbeat and it wasn't 
<laughs> and that was the part where I was like, shit. Like, right. even I was like, shit. Especially since Batman just said, I know your heartbeat. No, Superman said, I know your heartbeat because I know Lois. You can't fool me. Yeah. And he still fooled him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, there was that part. There was that really cool part where, you know, Batman, uh, Superman punches right through Batman. And then it yeah. turns out to be. But Clayton had spoiled it for me, so I already knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, it was turns out it was, it's basically Batman is using the Bat family as a bunch of decoys to pose as Batman to throw off the Justice League while he can go search for the tomb of uh, the Hawkman the guy. Chris Goofu. Yeah, yeah, yeah Hawk the Hawkman yeah. dude. Um, and of course, he finds it, but then, uh, uh, what's her face? Kendra is like. Wait a second. I destroyed that tomb, so he must be in the, the, the tomb of the other demon or whatever. So right. and that's where – and that's again where again where it gets crazy. He's got the baby uh, – the dark side baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm baby like, dark yeah. Side. Uh, yeah. Like, like a, there's a, so it, this book is crazy. I was like <laughs> – I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it because it's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll let you take over because like a lot – like I said, I – I'm not well versed in DC lore uh, as as much as as you are, so like I said, a lot, a lot of this stuff was going right over my head. Um, uh, I did enjoy it for the most part, but uh, but yeah, I, a lot of us like yeah, I don't know about any of this shit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let let me just put my two cents on this book. Uh, I, I'm about to say I'm gonna say the whitest thing I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> this book is so metal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know somebody gonna call me out for cultural appropriation, but I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> it's like when I when I'm reading a book and I'm I'm seeing if it's like you know how sometimes you can hear music or you can hear your own soundtrack, you hear the voice and everything. Like we reading a good comic. Yeah. That same way, like I can I I hear metal. Okay. <laughs> like, like, now and careful, careful now, careful. I'm what just saying. what song are you? <laughs> I don't know what it's on. It better not be. It better not be. Yeah, it better not be. Seagulls or something. <laughs> yeah, it better not be like Five Finger Death Punch or something. <laughs> there better not be a shitty metal song. Because that would ruin the whole book. Yeah, right. All I said, I don't know what song we hear. I just know I hear a metal song. You just hear. I hear it. You know, because all the stuff going on there and the artwork and everything. I'm like, man, this is all. And plus, I love what what Snyder is doing with this book because you can tell like he's making like a HP Lovecraft, you know. Cthulhu type book, you know, with mm-hmm. the dark gods, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I get everything he's doing, you know. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just loving the direction the book is going so far. Oh, especially my, the part where I knew it was trying to be like metal, metal when, when Batman said, "I'm, I'm trying to collect the metals, the heavy metals." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, started- what the fuck did he say? This is another part that I was like, oh my god, the, the, the Batmantium. Metal Batman team. <laughs> and that, that was another like, that part. Was yeah, where I was like, shit. <laughs> it's like now I love comic books, but even that had me going, oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but they've done that shit before. They got Supermanium, they got Amazonium, you know. So why uh, not Batmanium? You know. Bat- <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, but the weird shit that they were talking about. I know one thing that, like, when when uh Hawk, you know, they was reading Hawkman's letter and he was talking about the hand of the universe, like all that shit was in Crisis of the Infinite Earths, you know, with um, what was the name of that guy? I can't remember. Chronos. 
Kronos was like, I think, like the guy that invented the Green Lanterns or some shit like that. Like, he goes way back. And it was just one universe. And he decided, you know, to peek into to see how the universe was made. And he saw that hand, the hand of destiny or some shit like that. But just looking at that hand created the multiverse. Like, all this shit is back in, like, 1986 and Christ and Infinity Earth. And that's invented and created the Infinite Earth shit like that. And that's where the, the dark gods came from. Now, remember when the, uh, back in the, the Legion of Doom base and shit like that? Yeah, that was cool. Let's see the Legion of Doom come up, yeah. Seeing the Legion of Doom with all the immortal stuff like that. Yeah. So when they saw the uh, Legion of Doom, what they had, and I don't know how the fuck they got this thing, but they're saying they had the brain of the anti-monitor. Now, how they got the anti-monitor's brain, I don't know. And they said they were going to send that, and they were going to send the anti-monitor's brain in there to destroy the dark universe because that's what the anti-monitor does. He destroys universes. So that's that's like his thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that's going on in there and you know, they were saying about the different metal. And it's funny, like, the different metals they had was mostly, like, stories that Scott Snyder was telling. Yeah. You know, it's almost like he was basically, like, everything that he's written with Batman so far in the New 52 has been leading up to this moment. Like, the metal from Court of Owls. Like, yeah. what he was freaking made him hallucinate, that's one of the metals. Yeah. The Dynesium that was bringing Joker back Joker, to life. Joker, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost the like other, the great, yeah. the Scott Snyder's greatest hits. You know. That's what it felt like. It was like yeah. so damn. So now I only have to know. It's like you have, you have to know a lot of shit to read this book to yeah. understand this book. You have to know all the Scott Snyder's uh, <laughs> New Fifty Two run of Batman. You have to know Crisis of Infinity Earth. You got to know thirty years of history, and you got to know this because they don't re- they don't reference it. They don't go like see Crisis Number Five, or yeah. they don't show you a picture of the Hand of Destiny or shit like that. They just you you just supposed to know this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, and so, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm loving it. But I'm just want to see what direction to go. And and I guess Batman's dead. Is he dead? I, I thought, guess so. Or did he? Yeah, we'll have oh, to find out. That was my favorite part of the end, man. When I guess when Batman kind of died or whatever, like when he died, and then like the crazy Robins came out and yeah. just started saying crow, 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 crow. Yeah, the and Joker then, Robins like, or whatever. There's like that Joker Batman or whatever. Yeah, Joker. And he made them stop by saying bar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. And then they had like a Doomsday Batman in the background. Did you see that? Yeah, there's like basically there's like a Wonder Woman Batman. There's a Superman yeah. Batman. <laughs> a Flash Batman. Yeah, there's all these Batmans, Batman or whatever. Batman, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Man, this like this. yeah, it was like I said, it was like crazy. Um, I'm uh, like I for the most part I enjoy it, but at the same time I'm like I'm starting to like. Sort of, I don't know if if I'm gonna call it Scott Snyder fatigue when it comes to <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> only he's digging into Scott Snyder, he's digging into Grant Morrison too. Like like baby Dark Side, you know that shit was crazy because he was gonna use Dark Side to do use the Omega Force on him to go yeah. back in time to doing the the Grant Morrison run, which was gonna erase him from the timeline or some shit. So I don't know. But it's just like it just started out with like typical Snyder style of like okay. Batman's is like outsmarting everybody. Oh, this is a Batman. This is a decoy. This is all these like the over preparation. This is where I can tell what while you get why why you can why you your your pet peeve with Batman is oh yeah he can kick anybody's ass as long as he's prepared as long as he's right. yeah you know, and that's what it well that's what this was it was just like he prepared all this shit right. <laughs> so he can do this. Like that's Superman like, flew outside of the Earth to look yeah. down to find Batman, the entire planet, and couldn't find him. Yeah, because <laughs> he planted. Yeah, he planted the 
cart monitor or whatever the fuck. I mean, yeah, it was, it, 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 there was just some parts where I just kind of groaned. And that's why I uh, I stopped reading uh, All-Star Batman that he was writing with, like, Ramita. Because yeah. it just, like, it was just so much of that, you know, two days ago, three days ago, one day ago. 30 seconds ago, you know, it's just all those time jumps. It's like, he's just like writing a story. Oh wait, I need, I need a microwave here. So 30 seconds ago, Batman bought a microwave. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. It's like, it's like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure where we'll go back in time. And before I lost my dad's car keys and <laughs> like, like just, just too clever for his own good. Yeah. Sometimes. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like just making the story overcomplicated than what it needs to be. Like just tell a straightforward yeah. story. So, oh man. But yeah, I'm 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 loving Batman Metal so far, man. You, this is gonna make me start getting the metal just reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're gonna start requesting playlists later on. Like, yeah. what playlists you need to read with Batman? Play with Batman Metal. So I actually contributed. They had uh, on Outright Geekery. They did a playlist uh, of uh, for Batman Metal, and I threw a bunch of songs on there. I don't know where oh, it, really? I, don't, I don't know where the link is. Henry, I, I, Henry I'm sure I, must have I can find put it. it yeah. Hey Henry, yeah. if you're listening to this, post that fucking playlist. Henry does this <laughs> shit. <laughs> if so Henry listened to this yeah. podcast, we would have been shut down by episode three. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So let, let's see. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and read now. I actually had another book I was gonna uh, review before this one, but right before the podcast, when they said they decided to read another book that I didn't even know was out until now, so I pushed that book aside. And I may review that one blah, sometime. Who knows? But I'm gonna go ahead and finish this out, Eli. We're gonna go ahead and go do this thing full circle and go ahead and do Secret Empire Omega number one. So hopefully this is the last book. Hopefully this is it. You know. <laughs> But and I Hopefully, was gonna read yeah, it, but yeah. I, I was reading the book and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty interesting. I actually feel like the ending that I would the controversial ending I was expecting Nick Spencer to to do because the last issue wasn't really controversial, but this one has some stuff in there that I think is really gonna piss off some fanboys if you know. But everything pissed them off, so who knows? So basically, the entire book is basically kind of like a Silence of the Lamb scene where you know, good cap. Is interrogating evil Cap because you know uh, Hydra Cap's still alive. Okay. So he's still alive. He's in prison. He's locked up, and basically he's interrogating. You know, he wants to know why he did it and you know, what do you think you were trying to accomplish with that? And he would, you know, he and basically he was coming to him because he wanted to tell him that what you did and all stuff like that, trying to destroy my reputation. You didn't destroy my reputation because right before Cap went in there to talk to evil Cap. You know, he tried to help out with the, you know, the disaster relief to help out some people. And he tried to rescue a little boy and a little boy wouldn't grab his hand. Like he was scared of him, you know, even though he's a good cat because he realized that his reputation has been destroyed. Nick Spencer, you know, <laughs> but yeah. So but he said, well, OK, you think you've done something by destroying everything that I built with my reputation and, and, you know, people's belief in me. But you didn't. Because I've been telling people for the longest to not put their faith in the one man. Because you put your faith in the one man, something can always go wrong. And that's what I've been telling them the whole time. And so what you've done, you don't, you think you've done something, but you haven't done anything. And he's like, I haven't done anything. I gave the people exactly what they wanted. You think I'm the bad guy? Basically, this is what Evil Cap is saying. Evil Cap is saying, I'm not the bad guy. I took over the world. I took over America. I made everybody Hydra. I made everybody bend to my will. But you know what? A lot of Americans wanted to be under hydra's rule 
a lot of Americans looked at me as the hero. They looked at me like their savior. They looked at me like the person that did what you never was able to do. You know what I did, Captain America? I made America great again. He said oh, this shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm the real hero. So yeah, you made everything. You beat me. You got me in jail. You put everything back together again. But you know in your heart that a lot of Americans don't see you as the good guy anymore. They look at me like a good guy. They want to go back to what I was doing. Can I, I just America can I just read a comic without having it to get political? <laughs> right. If they give you so that's when comics were just fun. You're right. We're just punching each other. You know? <laughs> so so it was it was it was interesting to hear that you know that tone that he was putting it like so. This is kind of what Nick Spencer was saying the whole time because you think about it, what there was going on. Okay, you have. Evil cap over here, you have good cap over here, but they're basically the same guy. They both represent America. And that's what he was saying is that, like, yeah, America wants to be this great one, but guess what? My America has always been the America, like, this America that people don't want to face. I'm the real American. That's what Hydra Cap is basically saying. Like, I'm really what America represents, not you. <laughs> and Cap looking like, damn. See, like, you are just a figment of the imagination, you don't even exist. Only reason you exist because that cubic girl would like that invented you because you're some kind of ideal that people want to strive to. I'm the real American. I'm the one they want. And Cavs basically tell him, like, you know what? You're not going to win because I've been fighting you my entire life. You know, basically he's saying you don't know if he's talking about Hydra. You're talking about Nazis or he's talking about like, the evil version of himself, like trying not to be that that superior person over everybody else and another thing that's interesting he was like he uh they're trying to bring hydra cap on 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 charges but he said you can't bring no charges i didn't do anything i didn't do anything wrong i didn't take over america by force everything that was uh taken over by america was put into place they put you in charge captain america just in case something went wrong you guys were the one that put that shield up that protected everybody from the bubble. You were the one that did all this stuff. All I did was just take advantage of the situation. You gave me the power to take over. So I didn't do anything wrong. So Captain America was like, you know, this isn't over. We're going to meet again. We, you know, we will. So then Captain America left the soldier, the, like the guards came in, you know, to make, you know, the whole evil cap down to make sure he didn't escape like that. But one of the guards whispered in his ear. Hell Hydra. But no, no evil cat smile like, oh shit. So yeah, they the world is back the way it was, but the thing was, Hydra is stronger than what it ever was before. So that's some shit. Oh, and they got some other shit with other characters like Punisher's going around just killing Hydra agents left and right because he's pissed off that Captain America lied to him, made it a Hydra agent. Uh they show Black Widow's funeral. Hawkeye breaks down and Black Widow's funeral, they have to carry him out, you know, like Luke Cage and old man Logan carries him out, like it's gonna be all right, Hawkeye, it's gonna be all right, you know deep shit so like that but yeah I, actually i was in the reading that coming out like this as much shit as i give nick spencer i'll be like that was a good way to if if this is the ending that's a good way to end that book because you know when this shit is done we're not going to pay attention to hydro cap anymore you know what would have been cool another cool ending that would have been at the end of secret empire yeah if punisher would have shot him in the head <laughs> yeah that would have been cool that would have been fucking awesome <laughs> like, with the, with, with the, the fucking time. with the war machine armor <laughs> yeah that would that would be awesome so yeah but I, I i gave that book i gave that book a 4.5 out of 5 because they nick sprinter i did feel like he brought it home i feel like editorial didn't jump in as much and he got to tell the story he wanted to tell because yeah he he's basically telling the story of like america 
isn't this ideal that everybody thinks it is. You know, it, America does have a shady past, a shady background that we try to cover up because basically evil cap in his mind believes that, you know, the bad guys won and the good guys use the cosmic cube to race away uh, the bad, you know, the bad ending. And you can almost say this kind of little based like history erase all the bad shit America ever did. You never hear about the bad shit America does, just the good shit America does. That's why you look at Captain America, Steve Rogers, that we know he's this ideal that we try to live up to. But maybe, maybe Hydra Cap is our cap, the cap we deserve. You know, good cap is the cap we need, Hydra Cap is the cap we deserve. You know, I guess yeah. that's the story he was trying to wrap up. So cool, cool with him. I, I, I'm not giving the expense to him. He, he's still gone after this anyway, so it don't really matter. So I guess you can tell whatever story you want to tell. So. I don't know. Uh, Eli, what what other book we have? Well, I got um, Teen Titans number 12. Okay. With, Did we, have we ever reviewed a Teen Titans book on here before? I don't know. Yeah, I know you talk about it a lot, but we never, never – so I'm actually interested to hear what happened, what's going on with this Teen Titans book. Well, this is the, uh, the, the, the Dark Knight Metal tie-in crossover. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, yeah, and this was really – this was a lot of fun. I enjoy, I might I might have liked this better than the regular Dark Knight Metal Star. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, just because uh, it's yeah, like I said, it's a tie-in, it's a crossover. So the events of uh, Dark Knight Metal is happening in Gotham. The Dark Universe is sprouting up the the mountain and shit in Gotham City and turning Gotham into like this hell on earth plant sort of place. And um, and the Teen Titans are are everyone's searching for Batman. He's missing. So. I think it happens before. Well, yeah, after the events of part two of Dark Knight Man. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I, I would think. I think so. Yeah, should be because Damien's in. Damien's in Dark Knight, or yeah, Metal Two. Yeah, right? he's in Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. He's driving the, the Bat Hog. Yeah, yeah. So he's, but he's um, in this one, and basically, the the Batman, the Joker Batman. You know, the, from the the demon Joker Batman that that came through the portal here that we saw in Batman Metal Two, yeah. he went to Arkham and he's doing shit with the Riddler. And uh, oh, so yeah, so this is after yeah, uh, okay. yeah, and um, Damien goes to Arkham to search for him, and it turns out the Riddler has turned Arkham into this big giant asylum, or not? I mean, a big giant maze, like a labyrinth. Uh, with all these death traps and shit, so it, it turns into uh, uh, like a team up with uh, Green Arrow. Green Arrow shows up and helps Damien. They're they're going through this maze and they fight this big robot Minotaur and uh, Killer Croc and uh, uh, Harley show up and they're they're like you know. Oh shit! You know what this remind me of? What's that? That Batman anime series episode. Yeah. Yeah, where yeah. Riddler made that maze. Yeah, yeah, it's basically and they had to fight a Minotaur. Yeah, it's basically like that. Um, and uh, they're finding all these different cards, like uh, that get, grant them different abilities. These metal cards and shit. And uh, of course, the, the the Joker Batman is there with the Robin, the little demon Robins that say crow. I think that's what they're <laughs> called, right? Instead of Robins, they would be called, they'd be crows. All right, Robin. Robin yeah. Crow instead of Robins, I they're crows. Yes, so because they all they say is crow, they yeah. didn't say anything. Crow, else, crow. So. so they're crows instead of Robins. But yeah, they're all demonic and shit. Okay. So 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 yeah, it's 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 a really fun issue. They're, uh, uh, um, yeah, like I said, it's it's just a a, a, a simple team up with Damien and 
Green Arrow, and of course, like I said, Parley and Killer Croc show up. And a simple, just action-oriented issue. So that, yeah, I dug it all, dug on it a lot. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, so was any other Teen Titans in there? Was it just Damien? That was it. Um. Yeah, there were like Beast Boys in there. Yeah, but um, he basically takes over. Like, uh, um, and they're all there. Um, but Damien decides to go to Gotham by himself to uh to find uh yeah to because like I think it was Nightwing. Like like left this distress signal or something, so he's on he's searching for uh, for Nightwing or whatever, and then he goes into Arkham and finds all this shit, and then it just takes off from there. So okay, so I guess another time with Titans book also. So yeah, it sounds pretty cool. So all right, so like I said, we're gonna get to the book of the week. This is the main book I wanted to save for the ending because this is the book that has been causing the most shitstorm over everybody else. But what reason I have no idea, but we're going to get a little <laughs> bit into it because yeah, I, yeah. I wonder why I wonder why I want I was going to just address the controversy, but I, I didn't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Just take a panel for stuff like that. Cause that's that shit. Other people do. We're going to review the book like we normally do. And we're just going to just break it down and see exactly what's going on with just take the book over whole. So the book I'm talking about is Action Comics number 987. The title of the book is The Oz Effect. And basically, this is Dan Jurgens' return to the book. He's starting his first arc. So basically, what happened before this book doesn't matter because this is his time, first time writing this arc. And I'm just going to get into the story and just give you a breakdown of the story of what's going on. So basically, for people that haven't been keeping up with Batman, I'm not Batman, Superman, fuck, <laughs> Superman since the uh, beginning of Rebirth, his big bad that has been reoccurring in these books the entire time is a guy named Mr. Oz. Now, who is Mr. Oz? Nobody knows. Everybody has their suspicion who they think. I always had my suspicion who I thought he was, but in this book, in this issue, they reveal who Mr. Oz is, but I'll get back to it in a second. So at the beginning of the book, basically Mr. Oz is torturing Metallo, you know, and he kills Metallo in like the issue, the second page, just like that. Who okay, cares? Metallo dies like every other book anyway. It doesn't really matter. So, and he basically says that you would not use this kryptonite against him or his family ever again, you know. And then he looking at his uh screen and he can see Superman, Superman's day basically doing Superman shit. You know, he sees this uh like I guess this ambulance that flips over that has like some vaccine, you know, for some starving, you know, for some sick people in, in another country. So he grabs the vaccine, flies with another country because he knows the since the country's so small and so poor, you know, the the governments of the world don't care about them. So if Superman knows if he doesn't send the vaccine to him, nobody's going to care about him. So he sends it over there. They get him fixed, and he flies back to Daily Planet. And he's like, okay, it's just an easy day. There's no Lex Luthor doing stupid shit. It's no Brainiac. It's just a simple day. I'm just go through my day. So he goes back to Daily Planet. He got his wife, and he's got, uh, you know, he's got Lois, and he's got little Jonathan with him. And they're just in Daily Planet, you know, uh, meeting everybody like Perry White and other folks. And then they look at the news. It's just crazy shit. It's just going on the news all over the place. They got riots breaking out in Alaska, riots breaking out in, in uh, Africa, uh, boats are crashing, uh, a prison riots are breaking out. So Superman's like, okay, it's way too much crazy shit going out. So he flies, he turns into Superman, flies out, and takes care of business as fast as he can. Now, the first place he stops at is at a factory. And this is where the shit happens. So apparently, this guy got laid off. 
uh, reason he got laid off because he says that the Mexicans took his job. They took our jobs, you know, all this stuff like that. So he said, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm sick of these Mexicans always taking my jobs. They can't speak English. They can't ask for higher wages. I'm sick of all of them. I'm gonna solve this shit right now. So he goes to his pickup truck, you know, with his American flag with around his head, grabs his semi-automatic, and he runs back in the factory. And he's like, I'm gonna kill all you. And then he just fires, it just fires an automatic weapon onto the crowd and what happens superman flies out of super speed out of nowhere catches every single bullet before they can hit any of the illegal immigrants you know catches every single one of them then he flies to him super speed grabs the machine gun crumples it into like a you know a little ball and he grabs him like what's wrong with you and he's like they took my job they're the reason i'm employed like no the reason you're unemployed is because of you because you're black soul that's your your evil soul that's the reason what's wrong with you so he throws the gun down and he tells everybody to take care of the immigrants while he flies around and he tries to stop you know catastrophe all over the world because people are just going nuts everywhere uh he stops a prison riot for no reason he gets another scene where these guys are trying to burn down this uh this billionaire's mansion so he stops them he flies to africa to because these poachers have shot this rhino in the head and and took all his uh, ivory out of his nose because they just wanted to get his ivory to get rich, you know, for no reason. And then that same, remember I was saying earlier how the vaccine, he took it to this other country? Okay. Okay, yeah, so he took the vaccine to the other country. He goes back He goes back to that same country, and apparently a war has broken out over the vaccine because the people he gave the vaccine to, uh, like some guerrillas or some terrorists, are trying to take the vaccine so they can sell it. And make money off of it. So this war breaks out between them and Superman is trying to break up the war. He's like, no, y'all stop, stop fighting, stop fighting everybody. But then somehow a bomb gets set off and kills everybody on the battlefield except Superman. So Superman is just standing there and everybody on the battlefield is dead over this vaccine that he brought there trying to save people. And he's so pissed. He just looks in the sky and starts screaming. Why do they do this to each other? You know, he he can't understand people just acting insane. And Mr. Oz just pops out of nowhere. Just So the reason they do this to each other, because they're evil, they're petty and it's in their nature. That's what humans do. He was like, what do you mean that's what humans do? So you're not human? Like, no, I'm not human. And if I knew they were, if humans were this evil and this savage, I never would have sent you here to begin with. He was like, what do you mean never sent me here? Yes, I never would have sent you here. I built this ship that brought you here to Earth, Kal-El. like, Kal-El? Uh-oh. Like, wait a minute. Then that would mean, he like, yes, that's exactly what it means. So then Mr. Oz takes off his hood. And what you see is like half of his face is kind of burnt, like he's kind of missing an eye and stuff like that. But he also reveals that he has the S House of L symbol on his chest. He was like, Khalil, I am your father, Jorel. And that's how the book ends. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. (laughs) So yeah, all this time, Mr. Oz is Jorel. I thought the entire time Mr. Oz was going to be Ozymandias, you know, from, from Watchmen. That's what I thought it was oh, going to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking the entire time because I thought it was going to be like a tie into the Watchmen, but no, Jarrell coming out there. So I don't know how I feel about Jarrell being the big bad of this. It completely alters Superman's mythos, but eh, who knows? It'll probably, it, you'll probably get a cool story out of it, so why not? You know, everybody else, you know, dead folks come back. Bucky came back. Jason Todd came back. So fuck it, why not Jarrell came back? But and then they said the next issue would be the origin of Mr. Oz. But here's the thing, Eli, we're not here to talk about the comic book. Oh. We're here to talk about the controversy that followed from the comic book. Because 
apparently Fox News has somebody that reads comics or read one panel on comics or something like that. I think his name is Todd Starnes. I think his name is Todd Starnes from Fox News. And he's basically is pissed because Superman defends illegals against an angry American. So he's pissed because this American uh, was shooting illegal immigrants and Superman jumped up and saved him. So apparently, and and not only is Fox News getting pissed off because you know the the usual crowd that's always pissed about this, they jumped on this one, and they're just as pissed about this also. These damn SJWs, they always throwing in gender in there with these illegal immigrants. Why they gotta have this shit in my Superman comic? I'm like, first off, Superman is a fucking illegal immigrant himself. Yep. So of course, an illegal immigrant is gonna save the lives of other illegal immigrants. <laughs> You can't, it's not a forced narrative because the people that created Superman put this narrative in it to begin with. I mean, damn, he has no papers. He's undocumented. They even show where the Kents even forced his paperwork. That's the whole, and thanks to the DACA Act, if Trump, if Superman was real, Trump wouldn't even allow him in the country. Yeah. This is the main thing I want to say about this. Everybody keeps bringing up this leftist propaganda, and they keep shoving their agenda. Now, you know what, Eli? This, you know what they're mad about? Because they always seem to be made the bad guy. Yeah. They're like, why won't Superman be? Why won't he save? Uh, why won't Superman shoot these illegal immigrants? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the gun. I'll do it myself. You know? Damn, man. Can't Superman be cool and like hang black people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they, I don't. You know what? That's what I'm thinking. If they make a like a white nationalist supremacist superhero, I bet you he'd sell like millions. I promise you, I bet he would. Point I'm trying to make is this is not leftist propaganda because this is inherent in the super in the, in Superman. Yeah. He saves people. That's what he does. Yes, I know you're mad because he's not. Uh, stopping bullets from an Islamic terrorist or anything like that. Look, this is not that type of story. You, you didn't say anything when he saved that one percenter from uh the arsonist that we're trying to say, which is in the same exact story, which is the next page over. You're cherry picking whatever you want to pick just to create your own narrative instead of taking apart the entire story. You're yeah. just picking this one little thing and then you just want to use that in flame like, oh, this is what SJWs do. Like, first off, this wasn't even the main part of the story. This was just ingrained in the story this wasn't like the story was just about him saving immigrants and why you have an issue with that i have no idea so like stop making about leftists hell stop making about the right it's nothing about that it's about common fucking sense it's just superman saves people yeah and comic books have always dealt with stuff that happens in real life i mean that's it's just an expression it's just that's what art does i mean it's funny that you know we 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 addressed 9-11 last week but we never talked about when Marvel put out that issue where all the Marvel heroes reacted and and did and like were helping out with the recovery of nine you know after at Ground exactly. Zero and all that stuff. I mean that right, was a direct Mario, yeah right, a direct reaction York, to that. Right, right. Marvel Comics is in New York, so yeah. they were there. Yeah, and it's being that it was such a horrific act that it was something straight out of a comic book. I mean that's some shit a supervillain would do. I mean, there was a panel where Dr. Doom was fucking crying. Like, he was shedding a tears. Like, this is so horrific that even I wouldn't have thought. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you, Dr. Doom, like, how can somebody be, you know? But, but, like I said, with Superman, remember, Superman, when he was first invented, was called Superman Champion of the Oppressed. 
This is what he did when he was first made. He didn't fight robots. He didn't fight aliens and gods like that. He fought crooked politicians. He fought war profiteers. He fought wife beaters. He fought uh, drunk drivers that were just driving irresponsibly. This is stuff he did in the original comic because each comic was him making a point. He was a creation of the Great Depression with people making money and the poor were down here. So basically he was there to protect people who couldn't protect themselves. It shouldn't matter if they're illegal immigrants or non-illegal immigrants and things like that. He just saves people. That's what he does. Now, whether or not they were, you know, shipped off by ice after Superman left, that's beside the point. The point is he saves people. That's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. This is you know, you know what? All this whole thing was is just Fox News just triggering people. That's all it was. Because it's yeah. funny how they always and it's always funny how they say like SJWs always get triggered over every little bit thing, but it always seems like it's no. always the same people getting triggered. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the shit that triggers lefts are like usually when innocent people get killed and the right. shit that triggers the right is like the changing the color of a coffee cup or you can't say Merry <laughs> Christmas or whatever. Or, or take it down happy to favorite statue. Or, yeah, or I got, I got to press one for English. Oh, <laughs> those you know, soft-ass snowflakes and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Or you can't wear Hydra in a Comic-Con computer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, you can't wear your Nazi paraphernalia at a Comic Con convention. <laughs> like, I'm not racist. I have no, I have no, I, have no, I have no problem with the black man taking out my garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I'm not racist, but yeah, yeah. Say some racist shit coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, 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 Eli, you got anything else to add on this? <sighs> not really. I mean, we we've we've, cut, we've said nothing. We've already already, already haven't said before. I mean, right. Yeah. That's why I wanted to make just, sure I address it. Like, yeah. see if there's anything different from what we've been talking about the it entire time. It just seems like it's Fox News, like trying to get, trying to, trying to hone in on the on the comic game, man. Trying to get some ratings. Like, hey, what are the kids into? They're into comics. Let's, right. Let's, let's talk like, about they're, comics. They're attacking Superman, like all people. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. It's 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 crazy. They just find a way. I don't know. If you have a problem with Superman saving people. You're a fucked up individual. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Left, right, whatever. You're fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, I right, like I said. Like I said, we've said everything we need to say on this podcast. We just want to do some quick promotion, real quick. If anybody want to listen to the whole network about where geek we have going on, we have some other podcasts. Eli has his own podcast, also called Geek Sav. Uh, Ryan is also recording this Geeks and Comics like right now, so probably be out tomorrow. Uh, we will also have what else? We have Hoodoo TV. Eric would get Valiant and Comic Cast. We have those. So you can hold the network. Pretty much every podcast that's on the network pretty much does different shit. You're not hearing the same shit on everyone, you know. Yeah, and what's this what's this round table something that's coming up where uh the I forget what it's called. It's supposed to be like a big round table of like a bunch have, of us. I have no way to, idea what it is. All yeah. I know is that we're in it. So Yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're, we're yeah, we're we're fixing to cook up some new shit here for y'all. So <laughs> yeah, we don't know what it is, but we'll when we find out, we'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna be on it, you know. Every oh, we we should be scared of the comic book bullies. <laughs> like why? <laughs> Not like we're gonna come through the internet and whoop your ass. You know? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're giving yeah virtual wedgies through Skype yeah, and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> Or just cut them oh. off. Shut up. Right. Yeah, they'll start saying, what do you think? <laughs> Shut up. 
Oh, we, we'll see how to go. We'll give you more information about that when we figure Damn. out. Damn, that sounds fun now. <laughs> I think we should do that shit. Yeah. We already have that persona, so we might as well just live up to it. You know? <laughs> well, you want to know what I think? No, we don't. <laughs> Oh, and I want to thank all of our uh, subscribers on our Facebook fan page. We are this close to almost being three channels. Eli, I think we had like 150 followers like in one week, like 150 likes in one week last yeah, week. Yeah, man. man. Those videos, It, it man. was insane. It was insane. I know a lot of people were in their feelings about the Black Panther Storm shit I said. Some people like it. Some people hate it. Some people call me certain names. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I I'm see some to- of those people. You yeah. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the that's the we we just want to we just want to start a discussion. That's the whole thing. Just start a discussion. Agree with us, don't agree with us, doesn't matter. Just as long as we get a conversation going. That's the main thing we're trying to do here. So, like I said, we say everything we want to do. This is Leroy. This is Eli. And we will talk to you guys later.